together growing in faith, changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Today, dear friends, I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Matthew chapter 10, verses 1 to 7. At the time, Jesus called to him his 12 disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal every disease and every infirmity. The names of the 12 apostles are these. First, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, Philip, and Bartholomew, Thomas, Matthew, the tax collector, James, the son of Alphaeus, Tadeus, Simon the Canaanite, Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent out, charging them, Go nowhere among the Gentiles, and enter no town of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and preach as you go, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Beautiful reading, absolutely beautiful. Jesus calls the twelve, he gives them authority. He gives them authority over unclean spirit. He gives them authority to heal every disease and every infirmity. That's one of the greatest gifts that Jesus ever gave the church. To call us to be with him. To call us to be in a relationship with him. To call us to celebrate life-changing mysteries with him. The church exists because of Jesus. The church finds her identity in Christ Jesus. This is who we are. This is who we are called to be. This is what the mystery of our faith is all about. To know Jesus, to be with him, to love him, to serve him with all our being. That is at the core of our salvation. Then as we move from that core of our salvation, we are given authority. You know, the scripture says we have not been given the spirit of timidity. No. But we are given the spirit of sonship. That we can call God Abba Father. That he loves us as he loves his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. That he wants nothing but the best for us. That he yearns for us to be complete. To be complete in him. And so we are given the 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 power, the authority over any and every unclean spirit. We are given the power and authority to heal every disease. To heal 
and how many people are struggling to heal diseases and any infirmity. How many people are struggling with, with depression, with anxiety, with loneliness, with sadness, with physical and emotional pain? And so, as, as the people of God, we are called to bring good news. We are called to bring Christ into every situation. We are called to allow people to experience the depth of God's love. Life can be absolutely unbearable. Things can just be too much. And sometimes we will not even know where to start, what to do, where to turn to. And so people are longing for healing. They are longing for understanding they are longing for God's love. People want closure. We want to know that this too shall pass. We want to know that God has not abandoned us. We want to know that tomorrow promises better life. And so when Jesus gives the disciples this great power, he gives it to all of us. Now, the disciples, the apostles are mentioned. But he sends them out as apostles. They come in as disciples, students who sit at the feet of the master. And they go out as apostles, those who are sent out as missionary disciples. And so every day I have a mandate from God to bring good news to the poor. And dear brothers and sisters, the poverty that I'm talking about is not only physical. It could be very much mental, spiritual, emotional, psychological. People are lonely out there. People are alone. People are scared. People are confused. People are doubtful. Ours is to bring good news. Our vocation is to bring an alternative. To remind people that in the midst of everything, in the confusion of our lives, there's still an alternative. God offers us an alternative. There's still a better life. There's still a better tomorrow. Yes, you and I may be stuck, may be confused, may be upset, may have lost hope, but God remains faithful. He has not lost hope in us. He has not given up 
in us. He wants the best out of our lives. Then the author brings something absolutely interesting. Go nowhere among Gentiles. Do not enter any cities of the Samaritans, but rather go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Charity begins at home. Inasmuch as I have an obligation to do good always and everywhere, but I must begin at home. The love that I want the world to experience, my family must first know it. They must experience it. They must know it. They must know that there is a loving God. There is a forgiving God. There is a God who wants nothing but the best for us. What am I called to be in my family? What am I called to be to my spouse? To my children? Why did God allow us to meet along the path of life? Surely he has a purpose. Surely there's something he wants to do. How am I cooperating with the grace of God? How am I moving forward in doing what God has always asked us to do? I believe in his mercy. I believe in his kindness. I believe in his healing. And we all pray for healing of different sorts, different kind. That the Lord may shower his blessings upon each and every one of us. That he may welcome us into his own wonderful embrace. That he may heal us of our own brokenness. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.